Hey, what is up? Welcome to episode 145 of the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. I'm Brian Lofermento. This is the second podcast episode coming at you from the great Salt Lake City, Utah. I'm sitting next to Nate Bagley, who I'm going to introduce you to in just a second. But what you need to know about today's Mindset and Motivation Monday episode is Nate just quit his job. Friday was your last day. Yeah, which means Monday is Nate's first day as a full-time entrepreneur. We're going to talk a lot about that and what Nate is feeling going on in his head as he begins his entrepreneurial journey. So here's some music. Brian, feelings are in the heart, not the head. (laughs) (laughs) Let's dive into today's episode. All right, dude, Nate, so the fun thing is before I hit record, I asked you for a bio, and what did you say to me? I hate bios. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like people just talk, about, brag about themselves, and I... Yeah, but you know, you just put me in a situation where, because you wouldn't brag about yourself, now I have to brag about you. Yeah, but I don't love bragging about my friends. <laughs> I, don't, I just don't want to be like, I feel like it's, it's social masturbating. Do you know what I mean? Hey, Let me talk we, about we me. PG thirteen show. I apologize. Well, thirteen year olds should know about that. <laughs> yeah. About that concept. So, for those of you who aren't familiar with Nate, this is fun. It's it's very rare that I get to do a podcast interview in person. So this is fun for me. So Nate is an entrepreneur. He's been a friend of mine since what two thousand fourteen ish. I think sure. we met in Orlando, Florida, two thousand fourteen, mm-hmm. two thousand fifteen. Nate's an entrepreneur who dipped back into corporate America for a little bit. We'll talk about your journey there. Nate's done some big things, though. I'm going to brag for you. because Thanks, because I'm uncomfortable doing it for myself. (laughs) So Nate has had a successful Kickstarter campaign. You raised Mm $30,000 for Love Umentary, which I'll let you talk a little bit about that. Nate's podcast has gotten close to a half million downloads. Nate has already started and sold one successful business. What am I leaving out, dude? You've generated close Um, to half a million dollars in revenue as an entrepreneur. Lots of cool things that you've accomplished. You tell me. I mean, what, yeah. what have your biggest accomplishments been? Uh, those, I, those are great. Um, I, I feel like my biggest accomplishments are just from the people that I talk to on a regular basis who tell me that the impact that my work has had on their life. I don't look at as money as much of a measure of success or, or like milestones. For me, it's just creating value for people. So, um, yeah, you think you did a great job of summarizing what other people would see as my successes. Awesome. So then tell us that. You talked about impact. What is it that Nate Bagley does? Yeah, so I have, I have kind of a weird um, obsession. About five or six years ago, uh, I was working a corporate job. I worked at a, a rest, an international restaurant company. It was running their digital marketing. marketing. And for years, I'd had this idea to interview couples who were passionately, madly in love with each other to figure out what their relationship, what was so great about their relationship that other couples were missing out on. Because I wanted to be an extraordinary husband when I got married one day. I didn't want to be a mediocre husband. I didn't want to be a mediocre dad. So I wanted to like really get a good example of what this stuff looked like. So I ended up quitting my job, traveling around the country. That's part of what the Kickstarter was for. Mm -hmm. And interviewing like dozens, uh, over a hundred couples who are madly in love with each other and and relationship experts. And that's become my obsession. I learned on that journey um, 
that I think the majority of Americans, at least, have mediocre relationships, marriages, uh, or exclusive relationships, and they are completely oblivious to it. So my passion in life is helping couples have the extraordinary love that they probably don't even know they're capable of. Cool. Um, I love that. And I mean, fun fact for the listeners, Nate, you and I got to take in the Utah Jazz game together last night here yeah. in Salt Lake. So I went with Nate and his wife, Angeline, who's incredible. It's so much fun seeing them together. So this is a guy who practices what he preaches. I we try. Had, we had some nice relationship talks on the car ride back, which was fun for me to hear your perspective on that. But I want to ask you a question that listeners always email me and they ask this or people may even look at my business and they're like okay Nate so clearly you're passionate about that you're making a positive impact on people's lives how do you make money <laughs> yeah yeah that's a good question um, and you know that's been an internal struggle that I've had for a long time so um, there's always the option like I have a podcast and I could sell advertising that's mm -hmm. one way to make money but unless you have a huge amount of downloads you can't really make a full-time yep. living doing that uh, I started a company a couple of years ago. Um, my buddy and I created a company called Unbox Love, and it was a subscription box, and we would curate date ideas for couples and basically send date, a date night in a box to couples all around the country. And that did, that did well revenue-wise, but... Mm -hmm. um, and I loved... This is the interesting thing. This is probably my crash course in business. I loved the idea, the concept of the business. I loved the idea of bringing couples together. I loved the idea of creating revenue and getting paid to do something that I, that I was really passionate about. And the more I was in the business, the more I realized how much I hated what it took to make the business a success. Yeah. So I don't know if this is the direction you want to go, but, um, but uh, there was a way to make revenue there, but I, I would get mired in the logistics and the administration of the business and, the, and it was, it's very logistic-based, a yeah. subscription box, and I'm a creative. And it really sucked the life out of me. So I was, that's kind of the, the mystery that I've been trying to crack as well is how do I um, make a living doing this because it's really what I want to do. So now I've kind of got a plan in place for, for the next step. Uh, that I'm really excited to maybe talk to you about today. So. Cool. Yeah, we're going to dive into that because anytime someone says that they're in the planning stage, it, it perks my ears right up and I say, all right, let's talk a little bit about that. I do want to call out one thing before we close yeah. the box on Unbox Love. Yeah, we can see what I did there. I love that. <laughs> it was very witty of you. <laughs> so I want to call out to listeners, and I love the fact that you shared this with me privately before and that you're letting me do it publicly now. I mean, you guys were grossing a lot of money, $250,000 a year. I mean, you guys did close to half a million dollars in revenue. Yeah. And you said to me privately, and listeners, Nate gave me permission to say this publicly, you were taking home $1,000 a month. Yeah. Which just goes to show, I mean, it's not about top line revenue growth. And you, yeah. you indicated it to me on our car ride today, like, hey, it comes down to margins. And it's something that are you thinking about? What's your perspective having gone through that experience as your first Monday comes, which is this coming Monday. Mm -hmm. What are you thinking about when it comes to margins and revenue that's different than how you approached it before? Well, a couple of things. Um, one, I'm not selling a physical product. Mm -hmm. So the, the whole business is different. Um, when you're selling physical products, it's a really difficult thing to do unless you either have really great connections at the, ver at the manufacturing level of a, of a product that you're selling or you have the, the blessing of scale, the economy mm -hmm. of scale. So um, there's always ways to crack a code out there, but um, that's something I didn't know about and that yeah. I learned doing, doing this business is that what I either had to cut out middlemen in the process to, to get my margins lower or I had to get uh, the buying power of the masses where when you're buying 
a hundred of something, you're typically not going to get a good of, as yeah. good of a deal as if you're buying ten thousand. So, so now what I'm thinking of is um, how do I scale my time? Mm-hmm. Because uh, if you look at like a therapist, most therapists exchange one hour of therapy for like a hundred dollars. It's a really good scale, and so essentially, they're what they're able to do is trade a hundred dollars for made they make a hundred bucks an hour in, in exchange for their time. But if you're able to treat more than one person an hour. Um, or basically get paid more and serve more people in the time that you're working, you can um, increase your margins. And uh, a lot of people don't really think about how to do that. So that's been the thought process for me is, is how do I create value for people in a, in a atmosphere and in a context where I can serve a whole lot of people and give them what they need all at once so that I'm um, maximizing the amount of dollars per hour, which the hours in the day are my limited resources. Yeah, exactly. That's what I've been thinking about as far as scaling and and margins lately. So let's talk about that then. I'm going to put you on the spot and I know you you and I have talked about it already since I got into town on Wednesday night. What are you going to do come Monday? So there's only one way to start making money and that's to sell something. Yeah. So where are you at in that process? Where, where's your head at? Yeah. So let me tell you the, the assets that I have right now and then I'll tell you about the plan that I have. Cool. So right now I have an email list that has uh, 1,500 people on it. Okay. Uh, it's pretty responsive. 1,500 very responsive and engaged people. I get ab- about yeah. 40 to 50% open rate it's on incredible. my emails. So a uh, really engaged audience. Like I sent out an email last week and I think I got 40 or 50 people who mm-hmm. wrote me back. Um, in response to the email that I sent out. So very engaged, very responsive list. And those are the type of people that I want to have on my list, yeah. people who are excited to read my stuff. Um, and then I have a podcast that I haven't published anything on the feed for probably about a year, but okay. I'm in the process of recording a new season of episodes that I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have those two assets. And then um, I have a, some webinars that I have in the in the that I've recorded in the past and other ones that I have planned. So those are the things that I have like in the barrel. Mm -hmm. Um, Lots of past blog posts. I probably enough blog posts that I could compile into a book. Um, So I have content, I have experience, I have an audience. So now the question is, uh, and I've also recently did a, a survey for my customers to try and figure out who they are to create a customer persona for myself. Cool. So um, at this point, I know who I'm talking to. I know pretty mu- a lot about what their pains are and what they want out of um, their marriages or their relationships. Um, and I have a pretty responsive audience and, and uh, listeners who are eager to hear more. So now the question is, is what do I sell? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been thinking a lot about my funnel. And I have the top layer of the funnel, the lead, the, the lead capture and kind of like mm-hmm. the free content part done. The next part is where it's become a little bit more foggy and where I'm ironing out the details is like, do I want to do a tripwire product uh, that's like a really low cost, um, get people used to spending money with me? Do I want to do kind of like a medium level product where it's maybe 30 to 70 bucks that's um, lower commitment on their end, but still high value? Mm-hmm. Or do I want to go straight to the meat of things and offer like an eight week, like make boot a marriage, or something, yeah, yeah, like a boot camp, make a marriage boot camp for, for eight weeks where I'm highly engaged with a small group of people who are pay- paying me like, you know, one to five thousand dollars, depending on how I price it. Yeah. So. So, can I offer you some of what I see when I listen to that? Yeah. Oh, also, I really want to do events. 
Okay, cool. I dig that. And you yeah. know that that's something that I love doing. Yeah. I did my first retreat this year and it was incredible in San Diego back in April and that was so much fun for me. And you're right, that is how you serve more people at the same time and right. increase your margins. <clears throat> I mean, people paid $5,000 to be in a, a mansion with me in San Diego for a week, but I had five people in that house. So instead of just serving one person at a time, I serve five people. That's 25K in revenue for one week of work, right. which is awesome. Plus all the planning that went into it. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I, I was fortunate to have such a good team in place that it was really hands off for me. That's so awesome. yeah, you can do those things right. But what I heard when you were talking about your assets, let me... Because Let's it's, rewind. It's good for me because I know you personally, and right. it's also really cool that we're having this conversation in real life, but also with an audience of thousands of people listening from yeah. over 60 countries, which is so cool knowing yeah. that. But what I see is when I asked you, what are you going to sell? You immediately went to your assets. And so the biggest thing for me when I sit down to start businesses or help my students sit down and start businesses, and every single person listening to this podcast, like I hope this is how you approach to start a business, who cares about what you have? So I'm obsessed with starting customer-centric businesses. Yeah. And so I love the fact that you've sat down and you're figuring out the who. And you've got, dude, I've seen your inbox. Like you have a hungry audience who loves the stuff that you do. So that's why when you talk about what you sell, I almost don't want to talk about you and I don't want to hear I. I don't want to hear, well, I got to figure out, do I want to start a tripwire or a bigger product or any of that? Right. Who cares? Let's just sit down and look at the person that you're serving and just map out. Have I ever talked to you about the results in advanced timeline? Keep talking. All right, so the results in advance timeline is basically you plot out in advance how you're going to deliver those results. So the end goal, the result that you're selling, what is it? A blissfully happy marriage. Perfect, a blissfully happy marriage. Blissfully happy marriage. I'll get that down by the end of the episode. So that's the end of the results in advance timeline. But there's a lot of things that have to happen before that to get them to that result. What are some of those things? Oh man, um, you have to change your mindset about your okay. purpose of marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are skills that you have to develop and learn. Like communication. Like- yeah, like learning good communication skills, learning good, um, le- learning how to manage your finances, learning how to navigate the nuances of sexuality and in and, and your sexual relationship, mm-hmm. uh, learning to manage your emotions in your con- when you're in conflict with each other yep. is a huge one. Uh, learning how to create dreams and pursue them together. A couple without dreams is not a happy couple. Mm-hmm. And so, and most people are, are by the time they graduate school, have been, had the ability to dream beat out of them. Yeah. Um, so there's lots of things that, could, that we could talk about. Yeah. Um, so there's a, that's, that's the whole point is that there's a million obstacles right. between where they stand today and the result that they're looking for. That's your offer. You just told me that in order for them to get there, Nate, you have to help them overcome those things. Definitely. So, and that's why it kills me so often entrepreneurs say, well, they look at my business, for example, and it's, it's fun for me to compare my business to a lot of other people's because I know <clears throat> that what you see from the outside, my gosh, the years it took me to get there, like in the thought and the tinkering and the experimenting that it took me to get there, I could have fast-tracked my success if I knew then what I know now. Right. And so people look at my business and they say, that's amazing you can sell a course for 497 but that's only come about because I've understood my prospects results in advanced timelines and I've mapped that out. So your goal, Nate, is to sit down and not ask, what does Nate want to sell? It's what do these people need? Because your customers don't need information. They need transformation. Right. And you have a gift. I mean, I know you personally, you have a gift of delivering that to them. So what you need to do is map out that results in advanced timeline. Well, okay. First things first, 
a couple needs to get their mindset straight. Tie a delivery mechanism to that. How are you going to help them do that? There's a lot of ways you could do it. Example delivery mechanisms, consulting. You could work with them one-on-one. Right. Video training. You could give them a video about your approach to that kind of stuff. You could send them an ebook. That's a delivery mechanism. You could teach them that in an in-person retreat. So for every single obstacle along the way, you need to tie a delivery mechanism to that. And what I'm going to do, I've been meaning to do it, is I'm going to send you my worksheet from the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur Challenge that has a list of delivery Which mechanisms. Which I'm super excited about, by the way. I've yes. been listening to your episodes and I'm like, <laughs> just get back from Asia already, dude. We're all ready to start. Yes, yeah, so if you haven't <laughs> signed up for it yet and you want the whole list that I'm going to be sending to Nate. Completethechallenge.com. Nailed it. Completethechallenge.com. Sign up there and you'll get all the worksheets. But Nate is going to get them before everybody else. So. And I'll give you a free testimonial. <laughs> <laughs> everybody bang down Nate's door and get a hold of those. But it's tying those delivery mechanisms. It doesn't matter the price point. The price point literally doesn't matter because what you're selling is invaluable. Right. And so it would kill me as your friend and also as your entrepreneurial friend to see you selling a $49 product just because you believe that it should fit into some big funnel somewhere. So Monday's your first day, Nate. You get the chance to sit down and say, how am I going to impact people? That's one half of the equation. The other half of the equation is... How am I going to make a living? Mm-hmm. And so it's really hard to make a living $49 at a time. What's $10,000 a month divided by 49? 200 maybe? Something like is that. Is it 2,000? I don't know. Yeah, it's 200. Yeah, 200. You need 200 sales a month. Math is not my strong suit. <laughs> Usually I have my iPhone handy. I've thrown it across the room so I can't touch it and I just swipe up. So when I say simple math, that's how simple it is. I'm with you. <laughs> so... You've got to make a living in the easiest way, Nate, knowing you personally, I know that if you work intimately with couples, you can get them real results. Do you honestly believe a tripwire is going to get them the same results? No. So the luxury of the tripwire and the luxury of the fact that I have a printed book that I can give to people for free only has come. Let's use this podcast as an example. The only reason I can do this podcast is because I have a financial foundation. Because when someone signs up for my online courses, I make $4,000 and that's scalable for me. It allows me the flexibility to take a giant step back and say, how do I now impact more people in a way that I know not everyone can afford my stuff. Let me take the time to record podcast episodes three days a week. Let me take the time to write a book and give it away completely for free. I lose money on that, but it only comes after you've got that foundation. And so it's so much fun for me that you and I are talking on this day because that's, that's the biggest takeaway that I hope you get from this and that listeners get from this is sit down and be selfish until you have a foundation because you can't pour from an empty cup. Right. So you showed Nat and I a picture the other night of all these funnels that you had drawn out and that gets me super excited. Like yeah. I love marketing funnels. But the biggest funnel of all is how do you ask people for money, get money so that then at a future date you can build out an entire ecosystem a free book, your podcast that already is amazing, half a million downloads, that's incredible. It's gonna positively impact people. But let's talk about your funnel for this week. Where are you at now based on Oh man, you're getting, you're getting real. <laughs> you're getting real with me. <clears throat> My funnel for this week, like starting Monday. Yeah. Like what am I gonna do? Yeah, especially after, you just, you just got preached on my, by me, dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a good question. Um, 
you're gonna have some dead space here <laughs> that you need to edit out i don't know uh i mean my my first gut impression is to do like a six to eight week boot camp mm-hmm. that gets people starts at ground zero and yeah. then walks them through and gives them solid homework and things that they should be doing on a weekly basis because yep. i'm a, here's dude and i know you share this vision but just like in business marriage is very similar mm-hmm. insights don't mean jack squat exactly. unless they result in action yes and too many people sit down and read marriage books or they go to therapy and they they pay money or they just sit there and complain to their friends yep. about how horrible their marriage is and unless you can take steps to make it better mm-hmm. and take action it nothing changes yeah and the cool thing about a marriage though is that for a marriage to stay in the status quo it requires two people to agree that it stays in the status quo. It only takes one person to change a marriage. Interesting, yeah. One person starts changing their behavior and it automatically has an impact on the other person's reality and their behavior. And so, anyway. So yeah, taking action is powerful, especially in marriage, because one person can absolutely change a marriage. So um, giving people a really strong foundation to act off of is probably my... I, the first thing that I could do is start, sit down and really plan out, not create the product, but plan it out and really get clear on what process I want to lead people through. Yeah. So that they walk away going, oh my gosh, this is what I've been missing out on. How long is that planning process going to take you? <clears throat> um, it would probably take me about a week to get really clear. Okay. Uh, I have a lot of it in my head. And it's just now it's just sitting down and mapping it out and getting a, an idea of how I want to deliver it. So you're going to map out how you're going to get them to that end result. Exactly. Like cool. I want to know what's the con- what, what content would I want to cover in week one mm-hmm. and in what way would I present those lessons? Yeah. What content would I want to present in, in lesson number two and how would I present those lessons? And then yeah. to decide on a delivery method and then I could go. And how much are you going to charge for that? Um, can I be honest with you? Yeah. I was thinking about charging. This is... I, I, this is my biggest hang up in being an entrepreneur is, is talking about money. Cool. That's um, what we're going to talk about next then. So I was, I was thinking about my, my first gut instinct was to charge $800 okay. uh, for the first people to take the course and then tell anybody who doesn't sign up that the price will double for the okay. next time. And uh, $800 I chose because if you were to see a therapist once a week, it would be about the same, except you're going to get like 10 times the value because you get more than just sitting in an office with somebody and then walking away. You're going to get somebody a real map for taking action. I so. question if you actually believe that because you just told me that if I go to a therapist, it's going to cost me 800 bucks for eight weeks. And then you just told me, but you're going to deliver 10 times the value, but you're going to charge me the same price. So there's a disconnect there. Right. <laughs> Nate, I wish I could capture the, the look on your face right there. I, I notoriously, notorious, I'm notorious for undercutting myself. Yeah. So um, what I'm thinking is you already have a raving fan base. Dude, like I would cr- I would kill to have the raving fan base that you have. Like I love when you share emails that you get, whether it's just group texting Nat and I. So for the listeners, Nat, Nate, and I have this group text. It's just called dudes. <laughs> and we text each other about business, about life, about love, about everything. And, and side note, I think that there's a big takeaway in there is that no matter where you are in life, whether you're an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur, have a couple buddies or a couple friends who are your ride or die. Like no matter what yeah. happens between the three of us, we've always got that group chat. Yeah. I think this is like the fourth time I've ever hung out with you in person, but That's I text you true. more than anyone else on the planet <laughs> for the most case. So 
Yeah, that was an aside there, a good takeaway for listeners. But where I was, but I have shared that. some emails and stuff that I like when I send out an email, yeah. I'll get people writing back going, "Oh my gosh, this is exactly what I needed. Yep. Like this is going to save me this week, or I was on the brink of divorce and now yep. I have a plan to move forward." So yeah, and that stuff's amazing, dude. Why are you not taking? Okay, whatever. If you want to take next week to plan, I'm personally and privately going to push back on you on that because I don't think that takes <laughs> a week. But for the sake of the listeners, I'm going to let you you buy on that one. The following week after that, why are you not approaching five couples and just saying, hey, you're all in this together. This is my first ever group program. I'm gonna be selling this for $4,000 when it's done. For 2K, here's everything you're gonna get. Here's how I'm gonna deliver those results to you. Because Nate, you will feel incredible when those five couples say yes to you and you just made 10K in your second week as an entrepreneur. How different will the situation look then? It would look different. <laughs> that would look great. It would look great. So why are you and not doing it? There's a, the, I, I am not, oh man, this is like therapy, guys. <laughs> this is great. You can like hear the confrontation in my voice. Um, the reason I'm not doing it is because I am a marketer at heart and I yeah. think back on all of the marketing that I've been taught and it's all about the funnel and it's all about pro- leading people through like delivering more and more value until they hit that top tier product and it makes me, it feels counterintuitive mm-hmm. to come right out of the gate with a high a high ticket product. First of all, we never said that that was high. No, I didn't say it's the highest, <laughs> but, but asking somebody for $2,000 it's not something people don't make $2,000 purchases every day. Most people that's not. So a lot of this is, I think it's, it's the stories that we shape. I mean, yeah, it's definitely there's no reason I'm wrapped up in a narrative. Dude, yes. I'm going, I'm going to a one in two weeks. I'm going to a one week retreat yeah. specifically because I know I have hangups around yeah. like money. So, cause you just looked someone square in the eye who charges people $4,000 to get like eight hours of videos of him talking. And that's it. Right. I, if you told 16 year old me that that's what I'd be doing. Yeah. I'd be like, that's nuts. No one's going to pay 4k for some videos, but dude, like if you confidently approach it that way, and if here's the big caveat, the value has to be there. Yeah. If you, if that journey along that results in advance timeline delivers those results, it's invaluable to them. Yeah. I mean, if I deliver people 10k a month businesses, 4k is the biggest bargain of all time. And I'm, I'm really clear on I get that cerebrally, mm-hmm. like in my brain, but when it comes to letting it come out of my heart area, yeah. there's a part of me that gets really hung up. And yeah. there, and I bump into the fear, mm-hmm. like that natural instinct of fear of like, what if I do this and nobody yep. buys it? Or what if I do this and people laugh me out of the room? Well, let's answer or those what questions. If I, it, it, what happens? And I know nothing happens. Exactly. Like I give them the middle finger and I say, if you don't want to spend money on this and get the results, then that's fine. That's you. Like somebody else will, and I will, I'm going to crush it with them. Yeah. Um, But there's still that fear of of rejection. And I, and honestly, like part, part of that comes from the fact that I did build and sell a business and Mm -hmm. created so much revenue and never really took anything massive home from it. Yeah. And there's that, yeah, there's that. And now I have, have a family to take care of. Yep. So this is a big risk. all the more reason to be making a lot of money. People like to make money taboo. Dude, money, money's the only reason I can do this podcast. If I was struggling, if I was spending my time whiteboarding out Yeah, think of how much money I've spent on my podcast. Exactly. Like I've spent several thousand dollars keeping the podcast alive without ever having a source of income. And also, if I can't keep the lights on, 
So we're not even talking business right now. If I don't have money coming in, I don't have the luxury of sitting down and doing a podcast for thousands of people to listen to that I'm not making a dime on. Right. So when you have money, it allows you to positively impact even more people. And that's why my big invitation to you, Nate, and I know that this doesn't sit right in you right now, and it's something that you and I are going to group text about over the coming months and Mm -hmm. years, is be selfish. Make that money. Get people real results, a few people at first, so that you can then go and impact many people positively. Like, you write some of the coolest blog posts I've ever read. The romantic in me loves reading (laughs) the stuff that you write. Thanks, man. And that's positively impacting me. And I share that with everybody because... Seriously, it's incredible. You're, you're inspiring in a lot of ways. You would inspire even more people if you went out two weeks from now and you made 20K because then you've got breathing room. Then you want to talk about being creative, your most creative juices are going to come to the forefront. Because when you're sitting there, Nate, I've seen it with so many entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs. If you're struggling financially, you're going to be making a whole set of other decisions. You don't produce your best work. Yeah. And everything you do is centered around the money, money. and not about yep. the actual value that you're providing people. Yeah. Dude, go out two weeks from now, get five couples to pay you two grand a piece and in, give them that community element. Because just like you and I and Nat have in our group chat, allow them to have that group format. They're going to benefit even more. And that's cool because then that reach and impact goes way beyond you as well they'll keep in touch for the rest of their lives. My retreat attendees in San Diego in April still talk daily. And that makes that makes me smile, makes me happy, and it also furthers my reach. Yeah. It's awesome, dude. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, your Monday's coming. What are you doing this week? And what are you doing the following week? Well, the following week I'm going to be at that retreat, but the <laughs> <clears throat> but this Monday uh, this is I'll be focused on building this. Cool. Yeah. What questions do you have? Uh, right now? Um, how much time we got? We already, you're a long episode. I'll give you five more minutes. Uh, okay. So let's talk about, let's talk about, um, the actual page. Yeah. So the retreat that I'm going to, I love the way this guy did it. He made it an application and he didn't put the price. Yep. And you have the application to weed out people who are not qualified, who aren't going to take action. Then he jumped on a phone call with me and he said, you're committed to doing this. Yep. How committed are you? Are you committed enough to like sacrifice time and energy and money? And I said, yes. And he said, okay, great. And then he gave me the price. Yep. Would you recommend following that same example? The, an- the real answer to that question, Nate? Is it's up to me. Yeah. It doesn't so matter. It, it could work either way. So you're asking me personally? Yeah, that's the way I do it with my retreats. Yeah. And I've toyed with it. I've had the price publicly. I've said the price on the podcast. I've also not disclosed it. It can work either way. Yeah. These details don't really Can you tell matter. I'm nervous? I'm like fidgeting. <laughs> yeah. Most of the questions I have now are just BS questions. <laughs> no, but I love it. Get, get them out of... for the listener's benefit. Yeah. Um, what other questions do I have? Should I uh, set a limit and say that if, unless I get five couples or ten couples or whatever, that I'm not going to do it? Or what if... I wouldn't. Again, there's no right or wrong answer. Just... I wouldn't. Because if you could posit... Let's say you only get one couple to say yes. How do I provide cool. maximum value for that one Go couple? Go deep with them. Because here's the other side benefit that you and I haven't even talked about yet, is now you're going to create your program and create your content on the fly with them. And you're gonna learn a heck of a lot from them that you're gonna say, wow, I could build that in for the next couple that I work with. It's only gonna make you better. Yeah. And you're gonna be 2K to the richer, which if you were gonna go the $49 route, dude, you're way ahead of that game now. <laughs> so what else you got? Um, what about an event? 
don't even talk about it yet. Don't the even event becomes so much easier. If you were sitting when I on, have the financial Yeah, if you were sitting on sixty K cash right now, how much easier would it be to run an event? Way easier. Yeah. So get that sixty K. Okay. What else? Have a hug. <laughs> no. Uh, now it's just going and doing, man. Exactly. I just got to go do it. I just got to go do the thing. Yeah. Do the thing. So, Nate, this is fun for me because I'm going to have you back on the podcast in a few weeks. Oh, crap. We're going to check back in. And we're going to talk about the work. I feel I like appreciate Dr. The account- right now. No, I appreciate the accountability. <laughs> I think it's great. Yeah. So, we're going to talk about what you did, how many people you offered this service to, what exactly you offered to them. You're going to... The thing I love about you as a friend and as a human and as a fellow entrepreneur is how transparent you are. You're going to talk to us about, hey, these people oh, said I'll get no real. to me. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be fun. So this is this is definitely the most unfiltered podcast episode I've ever done. Oh, good. In a good way? <laughs> yeah, so thank you for giving me the opportunity Real talk with this. Nate Bagley? Yeah, we're definitely going to do this again. And I hope that listeners fall in love with you the way that I fall in love with you as a friend and as a fellow entrepreneur because... Your journey is going to be fun to watch. And I mean, this is a dude who you're 32 years old. You've already generated over or close to a half million in revenue as an entrepreneur. Yet in many cases, you're just starting out again. Oh, yeah. It's a total fresh. Yeah. It's like a rebirth. Dude, and that's super exciting. So, Nate, like, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. Thanks, and, bud. and being this real and open <laughs> with me and thousands of people. From that will be my promise to you. I will always be transparent. All right. Then we're doing it in a couple of weeks. Cool. It's, it's going to be a different conversation. So thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for listening to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast with your host, Brian Lofermento. For show notes and to get a free copy of Brian's book, visit us online at thewantrepreneurshow.com.